Blog Talk Radio. In a side frolic round the world. And before we start, this show is dedicated to the honor and the memory of Milton, the guide dog that was killed at the Guide Dog Foundation last July by being left in a van in the middle of a heat wave with no water or food and uh, in a crate to boot. So we have a date now to honor Milton out here in uh, Long Island, Bellport, Long Island, at the uh, Brewery Hall. And it's May 19th from 11 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon, a three-hour event. And uh, we're going to promote it as much as we can and try to get as many people there with their dogs to honor Milton and to uh, talk about how valuable a service dog is. So that's May 19th, Friday, 11 to 2, out here. We'll get you the address. Just got the word today that we got the hole. All right, in a sight. I don't know what happened to my engineer. Uh, gee, I hope she didn't die. But anyway, you never know when that's going to happen in this world. Uh, did you hear about the guy who went to a psychiatrist? He thought he was a parking meter. And the doctor says, well, uh, how do you feel? He couldn't. He, he couldn't answer him. So he, why aren't you? Why aren't you talking? He had a mouth full of dimes. Couldn't talk to the doctor. Another woman come into the doctor and uh, said, "Oh, doc, uh, 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 what am I going to do? Uh, it's my brother. Well, what's the problem?" Uh, she says, well, "My brother thinks he's a greyhound bus." I said, "Well, uh, did you take him to a doctor?" She said, "No, I took him to California." That's a stupid joke, isn't it? What's the other one? Uh, follow up. Guy told me these jokes. Uh, you know, I get him. I got to get him on the show one night. He's, he's always trying to say things that are funny. You know. Uh, I can't remember the other one, but there were three of them. Well, maybe I'll remember it later. We don't have an engineer. We don't have a uh, the music tonight. Uh, I don't like doing show without a music, without the music, you know. But what are you going to do? You got to see in this business that we're in, you got to be very versatile and you got to uh, improvise. You know, improvise. That's that's the word that is uh, very important. When you're doing a show like this. All right, we got Jimmy Dinnigan coming up. Uh, we'll have to get Louis somehow. But without the engineer, you know, we only got one line. So, you know, I'm not very happy with uh, this engineer right now. Anyway, uh, inner sight and... Uh, you know all, all all the things that 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 you do as a kid, and later on you think about them, and uh, 
they're really kind of funny. Uh, before I go into that, let me let me get uh, I want if Lorraine, if you're on the line, I'm going to try to get you on the three-way, and maybe we can get some uh, sound effects. You know. All right, stand by, everybody. Uh, see if I can get Lorraine. Lorraine, you there? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, thank you for being there. You're welcome. Yeah. So when I was a kid, see, I was a very defiant kid, see, and I, I, I didn't let anything bother me or stop me from doing what I wanted to do. And if I got something in my head to do it, I was going to do it, especially if they told me, don't do that. That's all I had to say, you know. Oh. And that made it a hundred times worse. So here I am with my bicycle. I had an English racer, you know, with the handbrakes on on the handlebars. And I had bull handlebars. You know, they're shaped like bull horns, you know. And I had the uh, little thing in the back, you know, where you could put your your little little pouch on the seat and all that. And, and, uh, And here I am riding around the block, see, and uh, all of a sudden, this woman comes out comes out from nowhere. I mean, to me she did. I mean, you know, remember, I'm almost totally blind. So. Comes out and uh, walks <laughs> right in front of, either she walked in front of my bike or, or I rode into her, I don't know which, you know. One of the, take your pick. So I'm riding, I'm riding along, you know, happy and all that, and uh, maybe daydreaming and all that, ringing my bell and uh, all that, jing, 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 you know, jing, and all of a sudden, boom, I hit her. <laughs> and we're right near an empty lot, see. And she falls, <laughs> she falls in the lot, and what, even worse than that, she gets full of dog crap. <laughs> Woo! Oh. So I, she starts yelling. She's getting the what's wrong with you? You crazy? What the hell? You hit me? I, I fell in the dog. <laughs> 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 and I said, "Lady, I said I, I, I didn't mean it, lady. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, I'm blind." And then she got worse. You blind? You riding a bike? What's wrong with your mother? I said, "Don't bring my mother in this." I want to talk to your mother. I said, oh, you know, we were all neighbors. I didn't know if I knew her, but, you know, in those days, it was a lot different than today, you know. So I took her, I took her, I said, come on, I said, come on, I'll let you talk to my mother, you know. And she went in there and she said, your son, your son blind, you let your son blind, riding no bike all over the place, look what he did, he hit me. And my mother goes, lady, you smell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know I smell. I can't help it. He hit me. Wait, and she goes, he didn't didn't mean it. He didn't mean to hit you, lady. He can't see. Blind. Why are you letting a blind boy out with a bike? She said, come on, come on. She said, come on in. I'm going to clean you up. 
So she gets in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and the old lady got a hose. We had one of those hoses, you know. And <laughs> she sprayed. I said, Mom, sorry. Don't tell me. Tell her. You know, sorry, miss. And my mother, it's a good thing it was summertime. Oh, yeah. She got this lady all wet. But she cleaned her up, you know. Okay. Oh, man, I'll never forget it. And then all of a sudden I said, look what you did to my front tire. (laughs) (laughs) Your front tire? You bruised me up. I got to go to the doctor. (laughs) Oh, man, I'll never forget it. Mm -hmm. It was was a regular... A regular riot, you know, and and uh, was a scene. oh yeah, you know the adventures of, uh, and then the time when I was riding my bike and uh, this car. I, I used to ride in the street. I wasn't supposed to ride in the street, but I did. Mm-hmm. We had a one-way street where I lived, you know, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Lafayette Avenue, and. Uh, this car made a short stop, and I wound up flat up on the hood. My bike went up, the front wheel hit the bumper, you know. I wound up uh, sprawled out on the hood, and the guy the guy gets out of the car. He was all panicky. Oh, my God, are you alive? You know, and I climbed down off the car. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Don't worry, you know. <laughs> He was all shook up. This happened right in front of my house. I had to take him. He met my mother too, but the only thing is, he he uh, he opened his wallet and gave her a bunch of money. <laughs> he was a nice guy. I don't know what I forget what his name was, but he said, he said, Miss, can I just have a drink of water, please? I'm all shook up. You know. So we gave him a drink of water. Hey, Lorraine, you still there? Yes, I am listening, yes. Oh, give me a little uh, horn blow. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. In a sight, live on the... All right. That sounds like my bicycle horn before I hit the old lady. <laughs> that was the one with the, the applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in a sight, and uh, you buy uh, the third eye in sight, you want to learn how to protect yourself and stay out of trouble, or maybe you want to get in trouble. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, third eye in sight, Devin Fernandez, four four five three four six four. All right, give him a call. Hey, we're brought to you by Shelby's Kitchen, my good friends, Michelle and Tom. And uh, as you heard at the outset of the show, we got the the day for Milton, uh, May 19th of this year at the, the uh, Brewery Hall in Bellport. We'll have to get the, the exact address. You know, we'll get the address and 
pass it along, and we'll, of course we'll have a flyer and all that. Shelby's Kitchen, 631-286-0444. Check them out. Go over there, and uh, when you're over there, you'll undoubtedly see pictures of Milton, the guide dog, who suffered and died at the hands of some stupid trainer at the Guide Dog Foundation. So May 19th, mark it on your calendar from 11 to 2, Bellport, New York. And we've already got the uh, town hall in Bellport interested in in declaring an official day for Milton on the 19th. So we're working, Tom's working with that, Tom and Michelle. Okay, awesome. We get that. That'll mean more more news people will be involved, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, and we also have the potential of of a radio station that that uh, Shelby's Kitchen advertises on, you know, a local station there in Bellport. So all these things are going to come together, and we're going to have a great great celebration May nineteenth. All right, in a sight. Brought to you by Silo, Suffolk Independent Living Organization. We thank them for promoting the show. And uh, they're going to be promoting the Manhattan show. We're hoping that's going to be next Wednesday. We're, we had some technical difficulties with their equipment over there. So we we're trying to uh, remedy remedy that and send them another copy of the show. But we're working on it. We'll get it in. Uh, and we'll let you know that when that's on because everybody will be able to click that on their phone. Silo, Suffolk Independent Living Organization, advertising our program, and now we'll be posting the uh, information for the day for Milton. All right. Uh, 631-880-7929 is their number. I want to thank Kennedy Realty. My buddy in Islip for his support of Intersight. 631-888-1186. And the Islip Cleaners, Suffolk Bus Corp., some of our friends, we greatly appreciate it. All the beautiful children of the world, go an extra mile for a child. Intersight reminds you. Uh, Corey Foster of Antioquindo. Baby Royalty, Little Tommy, uh, Ollie Campbell, and all the youngsters that have passed away because of evildoers. We honor them, and we cherish their memory. Go an extra mile for a child. Intersight. Uh, Brought to you by uh, Nobody Starves on Long Island. You need dog food, cat food? Here's a good number to have. 631-484-3085. 631-484-3085. And you call Gary, and you don't have to tell him your whole life story. Just tell him you need the food. And he will uh, do his best. You, you, uh, most of the time, you have to go pick it up. But if you're not able to, let him know, because sometimes he can bring it to you, especially if you're disabled. You know, you can't get around that good. Six three one four eight four three zero eight five. Nobody starves on Long Island. 
Big East, the key to rescue, our friends in New Jersey. All right? The Big East, rescuing and helping Akitas for many, many years. And uh, they've certainly been good to my dog, getting her food all this time for all these years. Thank you for that. Big East, the key to rescue at Verizon.net is the... uh, uh, email. All right, check it out. Piggies, Joanne Diamond, the Akita lady over there. Thank you, Joanne. All right, in a sight and uh, the frolic. Jimmy Dinnigan's coming up. I don't know what happened to our engineer, but what can I tell you? Uh, Dinnigan and. Uh, now, what we're going to have to do is, you know, I want, I want to get Louie on, on, on the show. And I only got one line without the engineer. So I'm going to have to, in a little bit, not right now, Louie Louis doesn't, Louis doesn't come on until 8.30 or so, usually. going to have to ask uh, Lorraine to stand by and we'll, and we'll call Louie. Okay. But not right now. All right, insight. Uh, yeah, all, all the things that happened when I was a kid. There's so many things, you know. That, that sometimes you can't remember all of them. Some of them funny. Some of them with drama, you know. Oh yes. And uh, we used to live, uh, you know. My mother and father were two of the most uh, horrible people to each other in the whole world. All they did was fight all the time, you know. And it became so that years later, you know, I learned to laugh at it because some of the things they fought about were so stupid and funny, you know. (laughs) You know, they they would they would fight over the smallest thing. If if <laughs> if my father moved the pot off the stove, Uh-oh. and my mother was going to use that pot, that would start a fight. You know, it's stupid, isn't it? Why did you move that pipe pot, you dirty no good bum? Don't talk to me that way. I'll move it anywhere I want. That's my pot. <laughs> you haven't got a pot to piss in. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing and, and and it would it would just go on and on and on and and it could it could be anything, you know. The, 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 the worst thing was and I told this story before but not uh, I told it a long time ago. The worst thing was when when uh, the old man took my mother to the racetrack. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he used to play the horses, you know. And he took her to the racetrack. And uh, I don't know if if you ever, if you've ever been 
to uh, the racetrack and, and witness some of these some of these gamblers. You know, a lot of a lot of them are really psychologically disturbed, as we say. You know, and, and this one guy, he's walking around with no shoes. And my mother says to my father, what's wrong with that guy? Where the hell is his shoes? And my father says, uh, he probably ran out of the house to make the fourth race, and he forgot him. <laughs> you know? Or maybe uh, on the way here, he wanted to pick up a couple of extra bucks, and he sold them to, to the local bum. And my mother's going, you told, you brought me here to this place with these no good bums? <laughs> and she gets, and she, and the old man says, just relax and pick a number. <laughs> pick a number, he goes. Pick a number? It's bad enough I pick you, you dirty bum. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, this, this is a oh, true story, true. folks. You know, and then and he says, oh, man, he, he's almost out of money, the old man. See, he lost all, right. all his money, huh? <laughs> so he says to my mother, he says, he says wait here, I'm going to place a bet. <laughs> so she waits, she's waiting, waiting, waiting. An hour, two hours, he never comes oh, back. <laughs> Oh man! Woo! Now the old lady is lost. She's she he left her at the racetrack. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> she didn't get home until four o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my. Ah uh, man, it's a good thing it was you know it it was it was springtime. It wasn't that cold, oh, but yeah. <laughs> He gets home four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh wow! And the old man is is sleeping. Uh, he went. He placed the bat and he forgot all about her and went home. Oh. He forgot she was there. <laughs> so she wakes him up. You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot he, he forgot, he forgot her. <laughs> that she was there. That's a true story, folks. That really oh happened. Oh my goodness! I never lived it down. And, and for for about a week, they were fighting over that. I couldn't. I could imagine. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, my mother made it home, you know. Okay. And uh, oh man, these are some of the things that happened when when, oh. when I when I was a kid, you know. Some of the neighbors were, were. We had some weird neighbors. Okay. You know, it was a mixed, mixed bag. We had, you know, black people, white, mm-hmm. Jewish, Italian. You know. Right. A lot different than those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know. So uh, the old man used to go. Upstairs, 
we had a we had a guy who was a bookie. Okay. You know. And he used to go up there a lot and place bets on the horses. And then he'd he he'd, he'd read the he it, we used to call it his Bible. The horse paper. I remember so many times I had to go down down to the corner and get him the paper. It was called the uh, Telegraph, the racing paper. You know, didn't have any stories in it or anything. Pictures. All it had was numbers with horses. And he would sit there for hours and smoke his lucky strikes and uh, try to figure out his horses. I'll never forget it. That's what the old man did. All right, in a sight, frolics. Uh, we don't have the phones on, so uh, you can't call in, but you can listen, right? Oh, uh, did you hear the story about the uh, the father who got a present from his son? That is a true story, folks. You know, around Christmas. And this guy, this father, he was either a very conservative type guy, you know, and he only he only wore like one color, it had to be olive green, see. And uh <clears throat> his son wanted to wanted him to be versatile, you know, he wanted him to do something different, wear some di- different colors and all that and uh, and and uh, he he bought him this present, this sweater. That was was kind of kind of bright, you know. So we're all sitting around. Everybody's giving out the presents, and then and he says, "Oh, uh, uh, Dad!" He says, "Uh, uh here, here's a here, here's a present, Dad. Now, 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 you gotta have an open mind when you when you open it up. Now, just just uh, you know, don't 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 get excited. Don't get excited. Just <laughs> you know, uh, take it with an open mind. It's something different." And the father's going, yeah, 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 yeah. So he says, yeah, you know. So he opens the thing up, and and, and this, the son says, uh, it'll, 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 don't worry, it's going to look good in your closet. You have an extra sweater in your closet, and it'll look good, and you don't have to worry about it. And uh, if you don't want anybody to see it, just wear a jacket over it. <laughs> and, and the father's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he opens this thing up. And he and uh, he looks at it, you know, like like it like it's gonna kill him. <laughs> and and the son's going, oh, dad, dad, now 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 take it easy, <laughs> don't worry about it. it, it it's all right. It, 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 it won't bite you. Yeah. But it was so funny. And uh, and then he finally said, "Oh, thank you, thank you." You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was so funny the way people get stuck yeah. in in certain things. You know, they yeah, they do. Habit, habit. Where they react, yeah. Yeah. All kinds of habits. Yeah. Some of them are bad habits. Some of them are dirty habits. You remember the? You know, you know what really, what really used to bother me. You remember the, uh, the old handkerchiefs? 
Oh, yeah. You had to blow your nose. Ew. That was disgusting. They used to keep it in the in 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 in, in the back pocket. See, I had one of those. <laughs> and you pull it out, and it's all gooky and yucky, and and, and you're wiping, <laughs> you're wiping your nose with it, and uh, yeah, those things were disgusting, weren't they? I wonder if they still have those. Yes, they do. They do? Mm-hmm. On Amazon, you can purchase them. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, I remember the guys keeping their top pocket of their suits way back when. Yeah, well, like like uh, Jackie Gleason said, when Norton, when they were going out someplace together, and he... Gave him a handkerchief. He said, yeah. "He said that's for sh- that's for showing, not blowing." Yeah. You know? yeah. But those handkerchiefs were disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people would put them back in their pocket. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh my. Tissues are much better. You just throw them yeah, away. Yeah. You know. All right. In a sight. I was going to do some Lou and Hardy. I don't have any. I don't have any music, so. Hey, Lorraine, you got any Laurel Hardy music? I don't know. I have to see on Alexa what she has. You think you might have some? I'm going to see now. What's the thing? Who are you going to ask? Uh, Play Laurel and Hardy instrumental music. I couldn't find any instrumental songs, but I found some other music by Laurel and Hardy. Would you oh. like to hear that instead? Yes. Laurel and Hardy. I got it. Okay, where is it? Oh. Let's hear it. Now, 
He's saying hello to you. And he wants to know if you've got any nuts. Nuts? I haven't got any nuts. They're at home. Well, you've got plenty of nuts at home, that's for sure. Especially my wife and yours. Now that our troubles are over, where do we go from here? I'd like to go back to the town where I was born. Where is that? <laughs> are you from the south? Sure am. Well, bam, my bow. I'm from the south. You are? Mm-hmm. Well, shut my mouth. I'm from the south, too. <laughs> what, sir? The south of London. London. Well, honey, we'll all go down to Dixie. Oh, for a slice of possum and yam. Yes, sir, and some good old fish and chips. I can smell them. Fish and chips. Thank you. Thank you for that, Lorraine. All right, let's see. Uh, Inner sight frolics, and we're going to try to get uh, Louis the Lip on the line. So we don't have an engineer, so we're going to have to. Uh... Lorraine, uh, can you hang up and call in and you can listen? Okay, I will do so. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, in a sight around the world on the frolics and uh, standby. All right, let's see if we can uh, wing this and get Louis on the line and uh, find out what he's up to. Stand by, world. Inner sight returns. Hello, you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, uh, my my, the engineer is uh, in in the hospital. Okay. You know, and uh, they had to put bars around her bed so she can go to the bathroom. Oh, don't let her hear that. She'll crack her funny bone. Yeah. Anyway, they gave her a a, a portable toilet. 
and uh, <laughs> she couldn't fit on it. <laughs> yeah. And what happened? What happened was the toilet spilt and got all over the place. Boy, what a mess. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Suzanne, I hear you. I heard you. you hear you listening to Frank and I on the telephone. No, that's, <laughs> that was Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing? How you doing, Lou? Okay, Valentine's Day is next week. Oh yeah, you got you got a Valentine? I got to call you on 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 the Tuesday for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Who, who who's your Valentine? My friend of mine, Suzanne, uh, my buddy of mine. Buddy? My Wait a minute. Of mine. Your Valentine's supposed to be a girl. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll, I'll tell Buffy Casavo on Valentine's Day. Uh, I wish her one. Oh, does, doesn't she have a boyfriend? Maybe. Oh, you don't know. Well, all right. So you got to buy her a nice uh, present. Why, why I got an I got an idea. What you can get her? All see? right, watch her right there. Get her a get her a rotten banana. <laughs> why got you a rotten banana for? Right away. Get her a rotten banana. So here, Buffy, smell this. Oh, I don't think Buffy would not appreciate that. She got thrown in the garbage. And she'll go, Louie, what's the matter with you? Oh, I got to tell Buffy all about it. And you say, well, Buffy, this is a new perfume. It's called banana, banana bone perfume. Yeah. You can smear it all over your, all over your uh, face. You got, you got to talk to Buffy all about this. And and you'll be a banana girl. Uh oh. <laughs> Banana girl. Yeah, then you can start singing the banana song. Banana, cheetah, where banana. Lorraine just called yesterday or before. Who, Lorraine? Yeah. Oh, she's part of Inner Sight now. Oh, she's in the Sight now. Yeah. Uh, with Suzanne and you and yeah. me. Yeah. You and and me and, and the other one over there. If you ever gets out of the hospital. Yeah. You know? I can visit. I can visit uh, Suzanne in the hospital. I can do that. Yeah. Where's it, where's it located? Uh, I can't find uh, it. Uh, Mineola. Mineola Hospital. Yeah. Don't go over there. You catch a disease. Nah, I want to go. All I gotta do is take the train, get, get up at Mineola Station. I I got asked that that one person. I can't. I gotta find that hospital. Uh, Mineola <laughs> Hospital. Yeah, you go over there, uh, bring her a rotten banana. <laughs> rotten banana, I won't eat it, Frank. You may even crack my funny bone. Well, you don't have to eat it. You use it as a, per- a perfume. A yeah, I like a perfume. Yeah, that's for men. <laughs> I, I, I wear cologne. A perfume is for ladies. Just only. smear it all over, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh Yeah. Yeah, I feel sorry, Suzanne. I uh, didn't uh, be uh, on the line. No engineer. No engineer. No, no. Uh, well, Lorraine's a good co-host. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wish I could. I wish I could fill in for uh, Suzanne. Huh? Who are you? Yeah. Well, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll, I'll think about that. Maybe think about it too. You know. But uh, can you imagine? <laughs> Yeah. Imagine a whole basket of rotten fruit. 
and you go around and say, oh, would you like a piece of fruit, you know? <laughs> Don't worry. If you've got the virus, it's wonderful penicillin, you know. <laughs> Rotten fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, isn't, I can't isn't, eat it. Isn't rotten fruit funny? <laughs> I can't. How can I eat it at a time like this? It's funny. I don't know. You don't have to eat it. You just smear it. Yeah. <laughs> laugh at it, yeah. Rotten fruit. You got to have a big basket, a big sign. Rotten fruit for sale. <laughs> oh, see, I got to tell Buffy about that rotten fruit. You just said that. Rotten fruit for sale. Well, if you have no money, it's free. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey, uh, Louie. Yeah. You got any rotten fruit songs? I don't know. <laughs> How about uh, uh, Broadway? You know any Broadway songs? I know West Side Story, The Fill oh. on the Roof, and all that stuff. Oh, you know any songs from West Side Story? I don't know. Uh, I don't, I've been watching West Side Story 20, 20 times. Yeah, Bernstein wrote that. <clears throat> yeah. Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, I used to go out with a girl who played the she played the violin. She played with him in, in his orchestra. <clears throat> yeah. Bernstein. Well, what, what's the big song from West Side Story? Tonight, tonight. I like to be in America. La, oh, la, yeah. La, la, in America. You can get time in America. I like to be in America. Yep. I like to eat rotten fruit. Give me the rotten fruit to eat and smear. Smear. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. hey, rot, rotten fruit makes you fart. And it gives you I had to go to the bathroom do that, but not here. You better, you better have extra underwear with you. <laughs> you eat rotten fruit. Yeah, that's right. I, I got clean. Put it in the laundry. That's it. Put it in the laundry. They fetched the cesspool already in my house. Oh yeah. Uh, that's today. Oh, that's good. The toilet. It doesn't smell anymore? Yeah, uh, I'm, full of, I'm full of poo-poo and doodle stuff. Hey, we get the, get the plunger and the stick and flush it down. That's worse than rotten fruit. <laughs> uh, oh, I have to tell that to Suzanne when she feels better. Yeah. Rotten fruit. All right, give, give me another song. Oh, that you know, imagine you have a valentine and you give her a... <laughs> You give her a box, see, a, a big box, you know, and she opens it up, you know, and she says, oh, I'm going to, she thinks she's going to get all these chocolates and everything and heart shape, and it's all yeah. rotten fruit. <laughs> oh, come on, make him, I might make me go to the bathroom. A big box of rotten fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With chocolate on the top. Yeah, that's right. Happy Valentine! <laughs> All right, in a sight. Yeah. Louis the Lip. I gotta tell a Jimmy Dunnigan story. Okay. 
Okay, uh, have a good weekend, uh, Frank. Uh, we'll do the song next Friday. Yeah, yeah, think of a good song. Uh, yeah, not tonight, next Friday. All right. <laughs> Stay away from the rotten fruit. I'll eat it, then I'll spit it out. <laughs> Uh, All right. Okay. Have a good weekend. Uh, I hope Suzanne's feeling better. Yeah, me too. That hospital is horrible. Thank you for buzzing. All right. Thanks, Louis. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. In a sight, frolics, and uh, let me uh, buzz Lorraine back on. And we'll uh, tell my Jimmy Dinigan story uh, Stand by, world. Stand by. Oh, uh, before I do that, Able News. On and about the disabled, they got a calendar of events, articles by different experts. Uh, they got a buy and sell feature, you know, a column and all that. You can get a free subscription, ablenews.com. So check it out, Able News. All right, stand by. I'm going to try to get Lorraine back on the line. All right, in a sight. Lorraine, you there? Yes, I am. All right. When I was a kid, see, Mm -hmm. in school, the most annoying kid you ever met in your life, I mean, this kid was always... He he would just annoy you. The biggest annoying uh, saying that he had, and 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 he would you know just burst it out, and, and he knew he knew it was annoying. It was a it, it was a, a song he used to sing. Pound in the round, five cents a glass. If you don't like it, jump it up your ass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just. Oh my God. He would just stand up. We 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 could be doing any any kind of lesson. Okay. You know, in the middle, <laughs> and in the middle of the lesson, he'd stand up, pounding, giving, fine, and the teacher would say, "Jimmy, sit down." <laughs> I don't know. It. So this one day, you know, he, he decides that uh, he's going to try to take over the class. See. You know, because he wants to teach everybody this song. His song, you know, this was his song. Okay. His theme song, you know, Pale Ginger Ale, you know. So he's, he gets up and he says, uh, Miss Ma, teacher's name was Miss Ma, you know. Miss Ma, you ever drink Pale Ginger Ale? And, and she said, Jimmy, be still, you know. <laughs> I want, I want everybody to learn the Pale Ginger Ale song, and then when we come in in the morning, instead of singing that Salute the Flag, we sing Pale Ginger Ale. <laughs> and Miss Moore, I think she was going to go through the desk, you know. <laughs> Jimmy, that's horrible. We can't do that. <laughs> Jimmy says, why, why, yeah, why can't you? Yeah, I teach, I teach you how to do it, yeah. And your pounds in your hands. Jimmy, stay quiet. <laughs> he was. We could still salute the flag and could salute the flag and sing pounds in your hands. 
Kimmy, we can't do that. With, with, that's against the rules. I can't find your rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he I want to. I want everybody to sing Pound in your Round. And then, then he goes over to Janie. Janie was this blind kid who uh, okay. developmental disabled, you know. But she was a sweet kid. He said, Janie, put your put your hand up over your over your head like this. What for? Leave me alone. <laughs> I want to teach you how to salute the plane. The pounds in the room. <laughs> and he's going around the room. And Miss Mars having a fit. You know, Jimmy, mm-hmm. sit down. <laughs> so she sends him down to the principal, of course. You know, they used to do that all the time. I don't know why they did that, but, you know, give the, well, I guess the principal had to get the headache, right? Right. <laughs> Send him down there, and and this guy, Kramer, very nervous, little little guy, he's about four feet tall. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. He's shorter than my mother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's a little guy, and uh, he's all nervous. He was always shaking. He's like, I got a quarter of the doctor. And Jimmy says, Mr. Kramer, you don't need a doctor. I'll I, I I bring you some of my mother's pills. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to bring Mr. Kramer some of his mother's pills. <laughs> And Kramer says, Jimmy, uh-huh. what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy says, so he says, what did you do now? You know, I ain't doing anything. He was saying, pals, not that song again. Please, please. Kramer's going, please. <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. And, uh, and Kramer had to call, you know, they had a phone. He had a phone in his, his office. And Miss Moore had a phone. They they had phones. Yeah. So he would call her and you could you could you know, blind people have good ears, you know. Yeah. You could hear through right through the phone, you know. Please, please, Gertie, please get him out of here. Call his mother. Do something. Get an early bus. I can't take it. He's pale ginger railing me all over the place. <laughs> so, Mr. Kramer, Mr. Kramer sends Jimmy back okay. to the to the classroom, you know, because he's almost time for the bus, you know. Right. So he <laughs> so the bus comes and. Uh, Everybody gets on the bus. Jimmy gets on last, oh. and he's standing up in the middle of the, the middle of the bus, the middle of the, the floor. You know, standing. He wasn't sitting. He says, "Now everybody, now listen, listen, real good, see? Uh, I put it, I put it in. Uh, here it is." And he pulls out this, this, uh, this, uh, all these papers. I put it in Braille. Here it is in Braille. Pounds in the round. Five cents a glass. <laughs> you know, like it. Coming up your ass, you know. And he's handing out all his Braille 
papers to the kids, you know. To, uh, <laughs> he really wanted to know that. <laughs> and the bus driver said, Jimmy, you got to sit down. I can't drive the bus. Right. You know? Yes. Well, he finally sits down, but now everybody's got the Braille. Well, they're reading it. You know? <laughs> and he starts singing, and the, and the bus driver says, please, please. <laughs> Why did I ever take this job? Yeah, people say that. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Oh, my goodness. He you put know, it in Braille. He, wow. he, he really wanted wow. to promote that pale ginger ale. Yes, I'll never forget did. that day. He was serious about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was oh, he was a wild kid. <laughs> you know. He was young and he, he was he was an albino. He had pure white hair. Okay. <clears throat> right. And he had a brother. Oh, the two of them together, forget oh, it. <laughs> I think Miss Ma was happy when when they graduated. <laughs> oh, okay. She, she, she didn't want them to graduate, but I think she threw them out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Interside 854, Frolics, New York. And uh, give me a round of applause for, for Jimmy. He deserves one, doesn't he? He was a character. All right. <coughs> Jimmy Jennings. Oh, he would have loved that horn. Okay, here's the right one. There you go. Yeah. Jimmy Jennings. All right. All right. All right. Let me, uh, the great great announcement of Inner Sight. I think this is going to be the greatest event we've ever done. Yes. You know, last time we uh, did dogs, we married two service dogs, you know, to show that people could train service dogs on their own. But this is entirely different. You know, this is an honor that a dog deserves and to Milton the guide dog who perished last summer at the guide dog foundation you know i mean it's really horrendous that that you got to say this that that it's true you know yeah it really is but may 19th come together bring your dog bring your puppy you know we're going to have some people speak uh, I have one confirmed. Now, I know, of course, Tom's going to want to speak, and, and Michelle will be the guest of honor, you know. Yes. Of course. And uh, one of our friends is going to speak. She's a criminal lawyer. She used to be district attorney okay. in wow. Suffolk County. She's going to talk about some of the legalities, how how they should, how they got to change. Yes, they, you know, do. they definitely have to change. I'm going to ask Jose Delgado, who's the uh, director of the Independent Living, to speak at Milton's day. If we get the uh, day declared from town hall, I'm sure that the uh, you know the uh, supervisor will, will will come and speak. You know, 
And, of course, all the media is going to be invited. And I don't know if Ira Tucker can make it, but uh, he he lives in Philly, you know. Oh, he does. He's oh, multiply God. disabled. All right. But we're certainly going to see if, if Ira could be there, you know. Okay. So that's it, May 19th. 11 to 2, the uh, Bellport Brewery Hall will get you the address. And it'll certainly be up on YouTube. And uh, Silo has Silo will have the information on, on their website. And I'm going to call the American Kennel Club and see if they'll post it. You know, and uh, of course we'll have flyers and whatever else, and we're going to try to get the local radio station involved. And uh, very happy that we got this commitment. I don't know who owns that hall, but whoever it is, thank you. Thank you. I'm sure that we'll we'll find out, and we'll... uh, I'd love to get that person on the show. Maybe I could. All right, in the sight, I want to thank Lorraine for being thank with you. us and uh You're welcome. In the sight, I hope you had a little fun. Crazy stuff, you know. Yes. Don't go around singing pale ginger ale. Uh people <laughs> might panic. All right, in the sight, be with you Monday, mad or glad. Thank you so much. Inner sight means freedom. Advocates for the disabled. Six three one two two four three zero nine zero. And thank you, and uh, goodbye, world, in a sight. Yes. And thank you, Lorraine. Thank you, too. And all our friends. Yes. Inner, inner sight. We all need more inner sight. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night, and enjoy your weekend.